Today's daf is Babakama daf Pei. We are holding on daf Ayin Tesem Beis. We're at the Mishnah Ayin Tesem Beis. Today's shir is uh, sponsored by the Shpracher and Siegel families. Zchusur for Shlema, for Shlomo Zalman Ben Rivka. Zchusur learning should should be Zchusur for Shlema. And we thank the Shpracher and Siegel families very much for the sponsorship. We're holding at the Mishnah Ayin Tesem Beis. The Mishnah is going to discuss different types of animals not to raise and where you're not allowed to raise them some in Yerushalayim, some in Yitzhol, some anywhere that you're not allowed to have certain kinds of animals. And most of our daf is going to focus on that. It's going to focus on issues of being Megadal Behemadaka, specifically in Eretz Yisrael. It's going to discuss how to do tshuva for something like that, and that this is a unique Takana uh, Sashavim that we have, that a person is allowed to do tshuva for something like this slowly, since tshuva involves selling it off, and if you just try to sell off everything you have at one time, it's obviously going to be a major loss. The Gemara is going to discuss other Averos, for which one can do tshuva slowly as well. And the Gemara is going to talk about chayos, that are small animals, chayos, dakos, and whether you're allowed to keep those around. And it's going to say that if you needed to get rid of pests, you want to keep cats around because you want to get rid of mice, that that's going to be permissible. And it's also going to talk about uh, keeping, killing, stealing, returning, all uh, different cats that are uh, that, that potentially are dangerous, can tell a mice where a cat was dangerous, and that therefore we have, uh, we're allowed to take certain leniencies with, uh, with dangerous animals, with, uh, with cats. The Gemara is going to conclude with an elaboration of three seemingly unrelated statements, although the Maritzchayus seems to find a connecting theme of them, but it's going to elaborate on three seemingly unrelated statements. One, that we're allowed to daven when there's, un- we're allowed to be matria and, uh, and cry out on Shabbos when there's a plague that's affecting the community. Second, that a closed door doesn't reopen so quickly, whatever that may mean. Opportunities that have, uh, that have come and gone are not likely to return so easily. And third, that if a person needs to needs to buy land in Eretz Yisrael from a guy, he's allowed to have a star written even on Shabbos in order to, uh, to save the land to make sure that it stays or goes to Jewish hands and doesn't, uh, doesn't remain in non-Jewish hands. So that, those are the three, uh, the three statements that the Gemara is going to connect. So let's begin at the Mishnah, Ayin Tesem Beis. Ein Megadim Be'emadaka Be'eretz Yisrael. You're not allowed to raise a small animal, small farm animal in Eretz Yisrael. But it's okay in Surya, which is the area that David HaMelech was kovesh, it's Aram Tsova, uh, that that's uh, the, the Rashi points out, because Savadvelosh may kibush, we're working with the assumption that that's not considered a proper kibush, and therefore it has the status of chutzlaretz, and chutzlaretz, you'll have to be megadol, be'emadaka in Eretz Yisrael, because we're not worried about uh, destroying the Yishuv. The reason we're not allowed to be megadol in Eretz Yisrael is because of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, that the animal's going to go into other people's fields, it's going to ruin whatever they're planting there, and it's going to be uh, so we don't have any such concerns in Surya nor in the Midbaros Shel Eretz Yisrael. One fundamental question Tosyantav raises is what in the world is this Mishnah doing here? This entire parak was about Dalit Vahey. Uh, what does this have to do uh, with, uh, with raising animals that they shouldn't damage? It should have been mentioned at the beginning of Parakakones. That's where we talk about Shmiras Behemos uh, Mehezek, that you have to guard your animals, make sure that they don't do any damage. 
damage, this Mishnah seems totally out of place. And Melech HaShlomo says, well, once we mentioned Dine Nezik and Daraisa, so now we're transitioning into Dine Nezik and Midrabanan, that this is only a Din Midrabanan on a Daraisa level, there is no Isser. But I thought uh, the Melech HaShlomo's second answer is uh, much more clever. He points out that Lechora, once you learn the Dinam of Dalit Vahey, you're going to have a major question. How can it ever be that you're going to have a behemadaka that you're going to be chayiv for tvichu mechira? They're going to be chayiv dalit vehei. After all, you're in a uh, you're in a tight spot in Eretz Yisrael. You're not allowed to be magadal behemadaka, so there's no way you could have uh, you could be chayiv dalit vehei in Eretz Yisrael. What are you stealing? No one has a behemadaka in Chutzlaretz. We're not done dine knasos, so they can't the basin can't be mechayiv you dalit vehei. So where do you ever have a circumstance? All these daf after daf that we learned about dalit vehei. How does it ever happen. So that's why we need our mission to tell us that there are exceptions to the rule. That although we know in Megadim Hemadaka Beretzol, there are certain cases, there are certain situations where there can be a behemadaka that's being raised in Eretz Yisrael. So because of the exceptions to the rule is why we mention the, the whole thing. There's also a major discussion in contemporary postgame because bottom line is people do it. People raise behemadaka. I have a first cousin who was a shepherd. He retired from being a shepherd. He now does Kirov in China or something, but he was a, he was a shepherd for a number of years in Eretzol, very from guy, a, uh, unclear what category of you know breast liver or of cook, I don't know, whatever, something, some uh, some combination of uh, different influences, but very very religious, big yirei So how is he allowed to do this? So all the poskim discusses the Shulchan Aruch in Choshemish with some tough tests writes that even though in Megadim Behemadaka Eretzol, that's only because they go and they graze in other people's fields. He says Ubizmanazah where it's not. It doesn't seem to help us much. Shulchan Aruch says, nowadays no Jews live in Eretz Yisrael. It's so, so far, few and far between where a field is actually going to belong to a Jew in Eretz Yisrael. So you don't have to worry about it. It's mutter to be megadol behemadaka. So the kafter of Farach writes, Pashtus, that that, uh, that that we do have uh, um, uh, Jews living in Eretz Yisrael and all the fields belong to Jews, so you got a problem. So in Shevet Alevi, Rav Ozen writes that even according to the Shulchan Aruch, Bismanazeh, where uh, most uh, Jews, most fields are owned by Jews, um, it's still, uh, he said, I'm sorry, the Shevet Alevi says, Dabra Pashut, that there is an Israel. He says, you don't have the Heter of the Shulchan Aruch. So what are the Heterim? Well, a number of Post can come up with that term. Rav Pesach Frank and Hart Svi writes on the Hart Svi on the Torah Choshmish Pesim Taftes that since B'meshach Hazman the original Isser was Nispatel since over the generations the original Isser apparently went away because there was no Jewish Yishuv but just because a Jewish Yishuv returns doesn't mean that the Isser is going to return when the Takana is uprooted for whatever reason whatever the, uh, the, the reason for the Takana you can't make a new Takana unless someone actually sits down and makes a new Takana unless Bezin gets up and makes a new Takana so you're not going to have so we don't have a Gzera Chadasha there is no Isser. Rav Shlomo Zalman in Mincha Shlomo, in uh, Mincha Shlomo on Babakama, writes that maybe we're making for a different reason. That since the whole way that people are Megadal Behemoth has changed, and the whole grazing, uh, the way that they graze and they're allowed to graze has changed, the whole Takana doesn't apply anymore because it's, a, it's a, the, the way people who are Megadal Behemoth, they typically don't steal from other people's fields. They typically, do, typically don't go ruin other people's property.
property. They take from whatever land you have designated for them. And that's from Shurmach and Shuvah Svanago says, Ruba de Ruba, who are Magadal Izim, and uh, who are Magadal goats, where they, they, they have their own fields designated for those animals, and therefore there's no chashash, it's not so common that they're going to go and steal things. So that's uh, some of the heterim that the post can have as to why it is that we uh, that we're, that so many are mekel with this issue bismanazeh. The Mishnah continues: Ein megadlin tarnagolim biYerushalayim mivnei kachim. One is not allowed to raise chickens in Yerushalayim because of kachim. Uh, the uh, the the problem is that tarnagolim uh, typically are minaker ba'ashba. They go to unclean places and they'll find things like shrutzim that are tame. So we're afraid that if you have kachim around and you have tarnagolim around who are bringing tum, tuma all over the place, that they might be metame kachim. So that's why dafka in Yerushalayim where there's kachim. Outside of Yerushalayim, there's not going to be kachim. We're not going to have as much of a concern of being megadal tarnagolim. Um, the, uh, the, 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 and and uh, the, the, from, Rashi, from Rashi's explanation, which is what I just said, they're going to be metame uh, kachim, sounds like... Um, in the rest of Eretz Yisrael outside of Yerushalayim, it should be no problem. And Lechara, all of this is only Bizman Shevesim Gushayikayim. Bizman Shevesim Gushayikayim, even in, in Yerushalayim, it shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be a problem. However, in the Kolbo, he brings three things that are maskinim esa adam, that causes a person to age prematurely. And one of them is Megadal Tarnagolim Betoch Beso. So apparently, in the Pirkat Rabbeinu HaKadosh, he has a Girsa Shlosha Chayeya Neinim Chayim. And one of them is Megadal Tarnagolim Betoch Beso. That apparently, being Megadal there's some negative association with being a Megadal Tarnagolim outside of the fact that it may cause Tumah to Kachim. And if that's the, the case, then probably it's best not to be a Megadal Tarnagolim even Bizman Azeh, Kishain Beis Amigdash Kayim. Says the Mishnah, V'lo Kohanim Be'eretz Yisrael Mepnei Ataros. Kohanim are not allowed to be a Megadal Tarnagolim anywhere in Eretz Yisrael because of, uh, because of Taros. Ein Megadal Chazirin Bekal Makom. One is not allowed to raise pigs anywhere. It's a question that when the Gemara in Shabbos talks about uh, the different shear for Hotza'ah, for different items. So one of the items that it says, the shear of Hotza'ah for is Kimolopia Chazir, the amount that you could uh, stuff a pig's mouth with, because that's useful, that you could feed your pig. So this question, what do you mean you feed your pig? You're not allowed to raise pigs. So uh, Pashas, it could be that, uh, that it's talking about, well, a guy is raising the pig, but you're, uh, you're feeding the pig. You work for the guy or something like that. So Lo this person is not allowed to raise a dog unless it's tied with a chain. Rashi says, That two things. First of all, t- dogs tend to bite. And second of all, even if they don't bite, their bark is very often very scary. And the pregnant woman may, may, uh, may lose her fetus. She may miscarry as a result of the fear that the dog, is, is able, uh, that the dog creates. One should not spread traps for doves. Unless he's at a safe distance, 30 ris away from the Yishuv in this way, he could know that he's not going to steal anyone's, uh, he's, not, he's not going to steal anyone, any, anyone's birds that, are, that may uh, otherwise come into his traps. 
So we have a brisa. One is not allowed to be megadlim beheim in Eretz but in the forest areas of Eretz Yisrael you're allowed to. Besuria, I feel beishuv in Surya, even if it's not a forest area, even if it's a normally settled area, it's mutter. Vein sarchlomer bechutzlar. It's obviously in real chutzlar. It's even outside of Surya. Then it's obviously mutter to be megadlim beheim medaka. Tanya idach. We have another brisa in megadlim beheim medaka Eretz Yisrael. Avul megadlim ba midbar shebi Yehuda. That one is not allowed to be in Eretzol, but in the Midbar Shabbi Yehuda or in the Midbar on the Akko shore, that's okay. And even though one is not allowed to raise a small animal in Eretzol, one is allowed to raise a Beimagasa in Eretzol. Why? That we can't make a Gezerah that most of the people cannot withstand, that they cannot hold by that why, why? What's the difference? Whenever you need one, it's easy enough to bring from Chutzlaretz. But is much more challenging to bring from Chutzlaretz. It's impossible to bring from Chutzlaretz. What does it mean it's impossible to bring from Chutzlaretz? So typically what you want a for is for its meat. So when you're hungry or you, when you need meat, you order from Chutzlaretz and they'll deliver it and you'll go and you'll, you'll shakht it right away. Beimagasa, you don't need for its meat. Beimagasa, more often you need for the work that it's going to do in your field. So the, bringing from Chutzlaretz doesn't help you because then you're still going to need to keep it in order to, for it to do the work in the field. So that's why it's uh, not, not so pasha. And it's also more difficult to transport. And even though you're not be you could keep it around for 30 days in advance of a wedding or uh, or, or some other party that were yantif that you need to make in order and you want to make sure that you have meat so you don't have to order it mamish the last minute so that you never have a behemadak. You can order 30 days in advance so you keep the animals around for 30 days you'll know that you have enough. But don't keep even the last one around for 30 days. Uh, Rashi points out what does this mean? Let's say you bought a bunch of animals 30 days before yantif. I'll shecht the ones that I got earlier and I'll leave around the ones that I got later. And I'll keep them around even after Yantif till 30 days are up since the time that I bought them. Meaning you're constantly buying animals within 30 days of Yantif. So the ones that I bought 30 days ago, that I'll sh- those I'll shecht in time for Yantif. I don't need all of them though in time for Yantif. So the later ones I'll hang on to for a little extra. That uh, one might have thought that if you that that if you bought a whole bunch of them and it hasn't been thirty days since you bought these later ones that we shouldn't say that uh, thirty days comes uh, that that you haven't had it for thirty days. No, once Yantav passes, even though it hasn't been thirty days, it's not right to keep it around uh, any longer. A person shouldn't uh, shouldn't keep it around any longer. Now we had mentioned that the reason for Behemagasa, no Gzeira and Behemagasa is because Ein Rav Tzibri Cholamud, but Tosos Masech Zavadazar writes that even though we're not Gozer Gzeira unless the Tzibri Cholamud, but if they did make a Gzeira, the Gzeira is Omedes Betokva Ad Shiatirua Bezdin. The Gzeira is binding until Bezdin does something about it. That is a great Chiddush because Lachora Yesh Lachkar. There's what to discuss about this rule of Ein Gozer Gzeira and Ken Rav Tzibri Cholamud. Is it to 
describing the Hanhaga of Bezdin, that Bezdin wouldn't be Gozer Gezerah, or is it describing the limitations of what Bezdin can do? Ein Gozer Gezerah means they are not permitted to, they are not authorized to. The fact that Bezdin can make any Gezerah is a Chiddush on some level, because after all, it's Baltosif, although we should have asked the question, how can they make new rules? It doesn't say in the Torah, so it's Baltosif. The Rambam deals with the problem, the writer deals, so you do it, but whenever they're not authorized to do it, it's a violation of Baltosif, and it's not a binding Gezerah at all. So is it, if you understand it as something that they're not authorized to do, it wouldn't be binding at all. So Tosif's Mechadesh, no, they're authorized to do it, they just had the good sense not to do it. So it's something that they would stay away from. If they did it, if they did make such a Gezerah, then it's going to be binding. Tosif's Mesechah's Gittin, Daf Lamed Vavam Beis, writes that if the Gezerah's Kvar Pashto Bekerevaam, then uh, can only become Batal and Bezin, which is Gadol B'chach Minyan from the original Gezerah, because uh, that's the rule in Bezin Yachol Vatal Divri Bezin Chavera and King Gadol Menu B'chach Minyan. But if it's not Pashto B'Tzibur, then any Bezin can go and be Mavatal the Gezerah. But what's Mavor from that also is you still need someone to be Mavatal the Gezerah. You just don't have the same limitations of what kind of Bezin is going to be needed to be Mavatal the Gezerah. But the Gezerah is still there, even though it was not Nispashit B'cholam, people uh, have proven that they're unable to maintain that, uh, that Gzera. The Rambam, however, is even more mekel. He holds that if the Gzera is not Pashto B'tzibur, Batla HaGzera Me'atzma, that the Gzera is automatically Batal, and Bezin cannot force uh, other people to follow that, uh, that Gzera. It's only if it's been around for many years, and then uh, the, uh, the, the Bezin is not, uh, then they see that people are not able to keep it, then the Bezin then has a uh, rishos to be mevatel, but if it, if it never took hold in the first place because meikara people cannot hold hold by that kazera, then you don't even need to be mevatel the kazera according to the rambam. Lachora, that's what they're arguing about. That this machlokas rambam and baliatosos is whether the chamim are unauthorized are not authorized to make such a kazera, or the chamim are authorized they just had the good sense not to make the kazera. Says the gemara on the top of peimaralf now vatabach lokeach v'shochet lokeach v'shoha. The butcher is allowed to buy animals and shech them, buy animals and keep them around as long as the later ones he doesn't keep around for 30 days. That's what Rashi says. Haguna means The last ones that he bought close to the time of the market, he shouldn't say, oh, I have a 30-day leeway on this. You don't always have a 30-day leeway. You have leeway until the time of the market up to 30 days. But you don't have a 30-day leeway past the time of the market. Tosas has trouble saying that that's pshat, because why are we all of a sudden changing the language? Now we don't use, the, in the previous line, we use the term mu'uchar, the latest one, ha'achrona. We said, the lo yisha ha'achrona shloshim. Now all of a sudden we say ha'aguna. Why would we call it ha'aguna if it means the same thing that we had just said in the uh, the previous line. So Tosas has a different pshat. Says the Gemara further, So they ask from Gamliel, are we allowed to raise such animals? They said, yeah, he said, no problem. They, they, I, I don't know if they, uh, if they knew the Mishnah, why they even bothered asking, but they said, wow, that's surprising. We just learned to be fair to Mishnah that you're not allowed to be begadal behem adak in her itself. Now you're telling us that it's mutter? They weren't asking about being begadal behem, they were asking about keeping it around for some amount of time. 
It's mutter as long as it doesn't go out and uh, graze where it could uh, damage other people's property. You should tie it to the foot of the bed, and that's the only way you're allowed to uh, you're allowed you're allowed to keep it. The uh, Rashi writes that the Rabbanon disagree with Gamliel, and they hold that you're not allowed to even keep it around and tie it. If you look at uh, Tosus, though Tosus and Dibra Maskul Mahu writes ain't nearly the pligi rabban leder mgamliel ked pirish bekontras de maulashos kodem regel kabomine no the rabban don't disagree what the shaila the talmidim were asking was keeping it around before regel vamlan mutter so he said yeah mutter velav dafka nakat kosher el orchadimos nakat shakan elikshbe medakal kiremita i why does then then it sounds like mgamliel is being more machmir if we're talking about kodem regel then why do they have to tie it to the foot of the bed he said ah eh, they don't really that's just what you would normally do with a with a behemadak but it's not, uh, that's not really the halacha that was under discussion. The halacha under discussion is in advance of Yantif, what are you supposed to do about getting animals? So it says you can buy one and keep it around within 30 days of Yantif, just like the Rabbanan just said. Tan Rabbanan, there was a story of a particular chasid, he was having uh, significant uh, health problems, and he asked doctors what to do. He needs Needs to uh, to suckle um, goat milk every morning in order to get better. So they brought him a goat and they tied it at the foot of his bed. And he would take some milk from it each and every morning. His friends came to be mevakar cholim because Nebuchadnezzar was ill. Kivin They were stunned. They walked into his house and they see a goat tied to the foot of the bed. Not, not for the same reason we would be stunned. They were stunned that he was violating the halacha. There's a goat tied to his bed. So they, they turned around. This guy has an armed bandit in his house. Meaning uh, the goat goes and grazes in other people's fields. And we're going to be such a person. So one, one could ask, uh, is there no mitzvah and someone who violates an iser? Or unless they, their understanding was that, uh, that it, would, it would be uh, um, that it would, it, would, it would give the impression that they're encouraging the Yisr, that since the Bikr Cholim is to address his illness and the goat is to address his illness, that anything that they're doing in that context may, may look like they're, they approve and they're okay, they, so they had to make a macha maybe afterwards they can go back and visit him, but they had to make their macha to let, it, to let it be known that they don't approve his violation of the Yisr and then they looked into this fellow to see what kind of behavior he generally has, they were shocked, they have uh, this, this friend violating the sister, they thought he was such a tzaddik, and they found indeed he was a tzaddik, this was the only Avera that he had done and even this guy, at the time that he died, he said I know that I haven't done really any Averos except for that one Avera of that goat that I have violated Divrei Chaverai Divrei, why is he called Divrei Chaverai? because it's a Dimid Rabbanon, it's not uh, it's not an Isidaraisa. So it's a violation of Divrei. His one Avera was an Avera of, uh, of, of an Isidarabanan. Rabbi Khan and Kovit Shurim asked how the Chum could be Bodik. The Yashvu Ubadku? 
what kind of, they went and they researched what else he does. How are you allowed to do that? How are you allowed to be, look at someone else's Averos and try to figure out all his Averos? It could be, and plus, how are they capable of doing it? This is Rabbi Hanzvil Kasha. You don't know what a guy does privately. Maybe he had to hear her Avera. So they were so confident he never did an Avera. They know what's going through his head. They know if he had to hear her Avera or not. So we, the, there's no way the Chum can know that. So he says maybe it was Nisparal and Baruch HaKodesh. That's what you have to say. Otherwise, what, what's, uh, what's, what's the, uh, the possibility of them coming to any sort of conclusion? And also, you have to, Rav Khan deals with the other question of wh- why do they feel a need to look into everything that this guy does? If he's, worry about yourself. If he's, uh, you know, Mekel and Kashrus or whatever, whatever, whatever issues he might have. So Rav Khan says, because the Mavakar Chola has to be Ma'orim to do Tshuva. So they, they, they have to know what to be more him about. Meaning, when a person gets ill, uh, we believe that there's a reason for everything. And a person is supposed to do cheshman and nefesh when they get sick. And when one is mevakar chola, they have to do whatever they can to try to get the person healthy. So part of it is just by being there and giving them physical support and encouragement. Part of it is by helping him figure out what he's got to do tshuva about. So they went to go figure out what to do, what, to, what, what this fellow is going to have to do tshuva about. And they found nothing. All they had is this one goat. They had nothing else that he had to do, that he had to do tshuva about. Am Rabbi Shmuel, mi balibatim shevagalila elyon, hayubes abba. My father's household is from the balibatim of Galila elyon. Balibatim means anashim chashuvim, that they were very special people. Umnei macharvu, why was their, why was their, their whole yishuv, their whole, their whole empire destroyed? Shayumarin b'chorshin, v'danin dinimamunas v'yachid. That they would go and they would uh, graze their animals in the forest and they would be done dinimamunas with a single judge. V'afapi shayulam chorshim samach v'adahem, sadaqatana and even though they happened to have forests near their house that belonged to them and that there was no concern, but there was one field that belonged to someone else along the way that they could have easily, that the animals could have easily gone through and, uh, and taken from. So that one little field is the, uh, was the problem. You think that these things aren't Lamaisa. My cousin the shepherd told me that when he, he, had, his, uh, he had his sheep, there was uh, the Iriya nearby wanted to plant uh, whatever flowers along the highway or something, and it's right where he takes his uh, his sheep. He said the, the flowers aren't going to last. You're wasting all your money. They said, well, you have no right to bring your sheep here. He had a whole dintaro with them. Whether he was allowed, to, whether they he could stop them from planting because the sheep are going to go destroyed. They could stop him from bring from bringing a sheep. I, I think he won in the end. I'm not sure why. If a uh, if a shepherd does tshuva, meaning a guy is megadol be'medaka, so he's in violation of this all the time and he wants to do tshuva we don't tell him he's got to sell everything right away slowly slowly he sells it because otherwise he's going to get fleeced he's going to have uh, no uh, no pun intended but he's going to have he's going to have no uh, he's, he's not going to have he's not going to get fair value for his for his sheep inherits Dogs or pigs, as Yerusha, we don't make him sell it all right away. He can sell it slowly. It doesn't have to be immediate. If a person had taken a neder to buy a house or to get married in Eretz Yisrael, we don't say, oh, he's in Eretz Yisrael. First house you see, you got to buy. Or first woman you see, you have to marry. He's got to find the house that works for him and the wife that works for him. That's 
matzah, he doesn't have to, even though he had a nether, so you would think he has to do it right away. No, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to do it right away. So, Luchora, the post can discuss, as soon as he does find out again, as slow, he does find the proper woman, he can't have a long engagement, right? He can't, he can't delay at, at, at that point. Marit and Luchsam Sofer write that even though it's Mashra from the Gemara, that if he finds out Genesla, then he has to marry her right away. He says, that's only when, uh, when, when, when it was, uh, Benidro Dvar Mitzvah Lasesisha. And that's why he has Nisra Baltaacha, like any Nidre Mitzvah. But Nidre Rishus, if he's not a Bedavar, with something that doesn't have any Shaykhs to Dvar Mitzvah, so then there's no issue, even if he's, uh, Ma'achar Milakayim, when he's able to do it. So the, these examples are specifically about a Dvar Mitzvah. But if it weren't a Dvar Mitzvah, then he'd be allowed to delay. It would not be a violation of Balta Acher. And there was a woman who was having a lot of trouble with her son, and she was just saying, I just need a husband. Whoever comes and, and uh, proposes to me, I'm not going to say no, and no matter who, I don't care who. And the wrong kinds of guys were interested in her. No, she clearly only meant the proper kind of, uh, of husband, not to, not to just really respond to anybody, to just marry the first guy that comes along. Just like we're not allowed to be Megadal Behemadaka, we're also not allowed to be Megadal Echayadaka, a small wild animal. You're allowed to be Megadal Klovim Kufrin, a certain type of dog, Vichatulim and cats, Vikofin and monkeys, Vichuldos Snoim and Chuldos Snoim, which we'll see what they are, because they get rid of pests in the house, so those are good things to have around. My Chuldos Snoim, what are these? A snare is a bush. What are these weasels of the bush? What's this about? It's some type of sharetz that digs. Charza, that it's a type of sharetz that stings. The Katini Shake, that has very short legs. Veraya Beni Vardini, and it grazes in the bushes. My Sharza, why is it called a Sharza? Why is it called a Sharetz? The Matsai Shake, because it has very short legs, so it looks like a Sharetz, like it's crawling on the ground, even though it's really a Chaya. In Bavel, we are Nohag with Beimadaka like they are in Eretz Yisrael. In that, we're not Magadal Beimadaka in Bavel either. This is an indication that it really depends on Jewish communities, rather on a Jewish Yishuv, like the Shulchan Aruch says, rather than on uh, being in Eretz Yisrael proper, on the Kedusha Sa'aretz. That's why Shulchan Aruch says in Eretz Yisrael, if there's a time where uh, Rachman al-Islan, it's not a Jewish Yishuv, then you're allowed to have a Beimadaka in Eretz Yisrael. But and in Chutz Laretz, apparently when there is a major Jewish Yishuv, then you're not allowed to have Beim Adaka. Amle Ravad Barava L'Ravuna Didach Mai. So he asked, what about, what about yours? You have Beim Adakas in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, you tell me in, in Bavel, you tell me that the Noeg in Bavel not to have Beim Adaka. What about you? Amle Didan come into the Luchova. He says, oh, my wife Chova watches over them. She's the best. Amle Chova Tikbrin Elbana. Oh yeah, Chova's raising small animals. Chova should have to bury her, ch- her children. So Kulishnei Deravad Barav Eloikayim Zara L'Ravuna Mechova. As long as Ravad Barav was alive, Chova's children never survived because of that curse. What kind of awful thing is that to say? That Chovish uh, have to bury your children. That's a terrible thing to say to a person. So it says Tosos Pirushrach Pitmiya that uh, he, he he was not saying it as a uh, as a curse. He was saying it as a Pitmiya. He darker look for Benel Sheino Sekas Lagadal Nelo Sekas Lagadal Tzon. Where does she have time to be Megadal Behemadaka? Is she has she buried all of her children that she doesn't have to raise children anymore? That she has time to be Megadal Behemadaka? Where where does she have time to pick up a hobby like that? That was the 
expression that he used, but it was a poor choice of words. And Kilas Chacham Afilu Bishogeg, it's going to be Miskayim. And therefore, even though he was just saying it as a uh, as a comment that Aaron said she has time and not as a curse, it actually became a curse. However, Tosas points out this is not the only place where this is said about Chova in Shas. And the other place you, you don't have this explanation. The other place is in Nazir by Akafas Harosh, where uh, she would uh, she would be makif, she would give her children haircuts, which should cut off their pays. And over there it also says, uh, so over there you can't say, how does she have time to cut off her kids' pays? She's uh, not busy raising them? No, it doesn't make sense in that context. So you have to say over there that it's taka a curse. So uh, says that in Babel we treat Behemadaka the same way they do in Eretzol, at least from the time Rav came to Babel, because that's when the massive amounts of uh, Jewish students came to Babel, so therefore it was uh, more of a concern that the Behemadaka would take from other people's fields. Rav Ravasi went to a party. Either it was a base Shavua Ben, Rashi says that means a bris, or Yeshua Ben, Rashi says it means a Pidyon Ben. That Yeshua is a lotion of Pidyon. Tosus, however, says Yeshua Ben does not mean Pidyon Ben. Rather, Rabbein Tampir Shenolacham Ben, Val Shem Shavla, Nosha, Venimlat, Mimeimo, Tidxiv, Vimlita Zacher, Nakadosh, and Yeshua, Vayurgil, Nasu Suda. That they were in the practice of making a Suda as soon as a baby boy was born, nothing to do with. Um, Nothing to do with a pidyon aben. That would be thirty days later. But they make a uh, so. This is one of the sources for Shalom Zacher. That Rabbeinu Tam says that they make a suda on the, on the birth of a baby boy. In Shemus Sadashin, he says that it's dafka belel Shabbos hakol matzuin v'bateim. That's when everyone is around. So that's the time to make this party. The Taz says that the smach for the idea of Shalom Zacher is from a medrash that Rabbi Shua discussed Mishum Rabbi Levi Amar. It's a medrash in Vayikra Raba that Moshe Lemelech Shenichnas Medina, a king comes to a town, and he says, any uh, guests that are here, they shouldn't uh, greet me until they greet my governor first. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu also says, you want to bring the baby as a ki'ilu, a karban, by the bris mila, it's a sandik, is like a mizbeach, etc. So it's like a karban, that you bring the baby, you have to first see my Shabbos, you have to first come across a Shabbos. So that's the idea of, uh, of, of uh, Shalom Zachar. Um, the, uh, the, the Rav Sturmbach writes in the Chuv, in the Chelek Beis and Reish Beis, he discusses: Does the baby have to be there for the Shalom Zachar? Because a lot of times the baby's still in the hospital. The baby's born Friday, so they do a Shalom Zachar in the house, even though the baby's still in the hospital. So, is there any value in that? So, if it's a din in uh, in, in in the baby having to experience a Shabbos, it's in the wrong place. Even if you say like the, and especially if you say like the Drisha, the Drisha says it's Nichum Avelim for the baby for losing his Torah. Well, then for sure the baby should have to be there. But if it's a din in the father that before he goes to bring his carbon, which is the, the, the baby's not doing the mitzvah, it's the father doing the mitzvah, so then the father has to be there, but not, not, the, uh, not, not the baby. It's not necessary for the, for the baby to be there. But l'chora, either the father or the baby, one of them has to be there. I remember by my oldest son, uh, so there was, I didn't have to go home for Shabbos. He was born on Friday morning. I didn't have to go home for Shabbos, late Thursday night, whatever. I didn't have to go home for Shabbos because we had no other children to, uh, to watch. So I stayed in the hospital with my wife, and uh, my in-laws made a shalom zachar. So l'chora, not so posh that that was anything, that that counts. There were three other babies in the community. They had, they had, for them, it was a Shalom Zacher, but it's not so passionate that it was a 
tell him Zachar at all. So, okay, so uh, this discussion, the baby may not have to be there, but somebody's got to be there. Rav lo ayel kameh de Shmuel. Rav didn't come to Shmuel, uh, didn't want to go in front of Shmuel. He didn't want to walk into the, to the party in front of Shmuel out of Kavod. Shmuel lo ayel kameh de Ravasi. And Shmuel didn't want to go in before Ravasi. Ravasi lo ayel kameh de Rav. But Ravasi didn't want to go in before Rav. So they were stuck. They didn't know who should go first. Amar man nitrach. Nitrach Shmuel v'nei Rav Ravasi. So he said, let, uh, let Shmuel wait outside. He'll be last. And Rav and Ravasi would go in first. So I asked the Gemara, what, how did they come to that resolution? Rav Ravasi. Why doesn't Rav Ravasi come in last? So Rav Rav didn't really have to treat Shmuel like a Rebbe. It's just that there was this Misa where Rav had cursed Shmuel and he was trying to make it up to him. So that's why he uh, came in last. That's why Shmuel was allowed to come in last. And it wasn't a violation of anything because Shmuel wasn't really Rav's Rebbe or Rav's superior in any way. So while they're having this whole uh, conversation of who should go in first, a cat comes and, and, and bit off the, uh, the, the hand of a child, or scratched off the hand of a child. So Rav says, okay, I learned my lesson. One is allowed to kill a cat. And you're not allowed to keep one. And if you steal one, and if you kill one, it's not a violation of stealing. It's not a problem of Ashavas Aved if you don't return it. If you're allowed to kill it, obviously you're not allowed to keep it around. So I might have thought you're allowed to kill it, but there's no Isser in not killing it. So no, it's Asser to leave it be. If you're allowed to steal it, isn't it obvious that it's not a violation of Ashavas Aved to not return it? Why does he have to say it? Even if it's dead, you don't have to return the dead carcass to the owner. On our list of small chayos that you're allowed to keep around in order to get rid of pests, we had mentioned cats. Isn't that against what Rav is saying? Depends if it's a black cat or a white cat. But the story of Rav was with a black cat. No, it was a black cat, the, the offspring of a white cat. But that, we resolved that question? Wasn't that a shayla? If you have a black cat, the son of the, the offspring of a white cat, that what's the story? Are you allowed to keep it or not? That's if it's a black cat, the offspring of a white cat, which itself is the offspring of a black cat. If you go up a third generation, the story of Rav, the grandfather, was a white cat or grandmother. Now we're going to have three different statements that seem unrelated. Someone with papas in his family said the following. That one is allowed to be matria, one is allowed to cry out, bitzibor and nadavin and with shofros and chatzotzos, etc., for chichuch, for a plague of boils that's going around in a community. Even on Shabbos, you're allowed to do that. A locked door will not open up very quickly. And third, if someone is buying a house in Eretz Yisrael, you're allowed to write a star for it even on Shabbos. The Maritz Chayu says the common denominator between all three of these things is that they all say that you better take advantage when you have an opportunity. They're all about taking advantage of opportunities. That 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 uh, when the plague is going around, you don't know when the ace rutzon for your tefillahs to be accepted is. So you make it now. I 
it's Shabbos, not the best time. It's not, you make it now, because now may be the Ace Ratzon. A uh, door that, that, uh, that, that gets closed may not open up. An opportunity comes up. You don't take that opportunity. That opportunity may not be there in the future. Buying a house in Eretzol, you'll have to write a star on Shabbos. Wait till Sunday. You'll buy it on Sunday. It may not be for sale anymore on Sunday. You may not be. When an opportunity comes up, person has to take advantage. That's the message of all three. Didn't we learn in a bright so that you're not allowed to be matri on Shabbos for all sorts of plagues and all sorts of terrible things that are happening in the community? Say, including chichuk. So how can we say that you're allowed to be matriyal chichuk b'shabes? Says no, lo kasha. Kan belach, kan biyavish. Depends what kind of boils they are. If they're moist boils or they're dry boils, only the more dangerous kind you're allowed to be tzoek on Shabbos. Yavish are the more dangerous kind. Dam Rabbi Shmuel ben Levi, shchin shevi akodesh baruch al mitzrim lach mi bachutz viyavish mi bifnim. It was moist on the outside and dry on the inside. Shnemar vayishchin avabuos parech baadam uva behema. That 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 it was shchin avabuos. Which we understand that's pareach, which we understand is pareach uh, mibachutz, and it's it's mibachutz, it's mivabeya, which means that it's moist, and that implies that inside it was uh, it was dry. Okay, but Alicia will pick up from there tomorrow. Dallas and Ellis. Sorry, I didn't get to the. Bye.